Mike, 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 microwave. Microwave in the house. Minutes. We've got a few minutes to spare. How is everybody doing this morning, this afternoon, this evening? Good night! Uh, did you listen to Requiem for a Tuesday? Are you excited to see the new uh, South Park episode tonight? Or, if you're not going to watch the South Park episode tonight, are you excited for Jackass? What else we got? Uh, what was it? Moonfall? It does look really terrible. This is just, these episodes are going to be rebuttals of the episode of Requiem for a Tuesday. Because this is part of the RFAT network. So you better go listen to it if you're going to keep up with this. This is the no bullshit side. As in, it's all bullshit. Because I don't go into this with preset topics. I'm just going to spiel for an hour. Hopefully an hour. Last one we got 52 minutes and I felt good about that. You know, got a few listens right off the bat, which is sick. Um, I think uh, hashtagging um, things that relate to NFTs and trendy topics help that. I think people do find find it because of it. It has nothing to do with an organic outreach regarding my personal profiles, but yeah, uh, and probably trolling on celebrity accounts on Twitter and Instagram is helping that those listens, but no, yeah, so I didn't see the new Jackass, and I am pretty excited for it. I'm probably not going to see it in theaters. I don't really go to the movies, not going to lie. Um, but I did see French Dispatch on the plane ride home, as I talked about on the last episode, because we went to Newport Beach for my birthday. Holla. And I left my skateboard at Sir Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. And no, I've never watched Vanderpump Rules, but I did watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I love me some Lisa Vanderpump and got really drunk, too drunk. There was this kid that was like 22. He like just moved to L.A. or surrounding area for a job that was friends with a friend of a friend. Not important. What's important is that they would not stop. They were just drinking. They were throwing it back. You know, Europeans can drink. That's not a slur. That's facts. That's what's going on because, you know, um, I can't drink. I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little boy that is bad with his alcohol. So after about three pitchers, we had ourselves a fall out. What is going on here? Why is there no master? Hang on. Anyway, um, three pitchers in. Of what seemed like flat beer, to be honest. Seems like cocktails are the move in uh, Venice. Don't get the beer. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm spoiled with Chicago beer, you know? I'm a steady, steady uh, 
draft beer guy if, if I'm ever out because that's usually what I can afford if I'm even out. So still the case. No, uh, it was unaware to these people that it was even my birthday until they were joking about um, whether or not they celebrated their birthdays. They were talking in circles about like, I don't know my birthday. Why? What, what the fuck is with that? Who who does that anymore? After twenty one, it's like not important. And they circle back to me and they're like, when when's your birthday? Because they were talking about each other's birthday. I was like, oh, it's today. And they're like, really? And I was like, yeah. So then the drinks started coming, and that was already after like three or four beers. Uh, it's just. It must have been nine or ten beers that I consumed before I ripped a fat doink and got into an Uber. Had the skateboard for all of this, might I add. Uh, at the bar we were at, the Whaler, they have a little, like, you can stack your board on this little stacky thing. And, like, um, <laughs> I remembered it there and put it in the back of the Uber. I, like, set it real nicely in the trunk of this Uber because we all... Took t- took it to Sir because it's like it was like thirty minutes away. Everything is so far. I just I'm I'm sure I talked about it a little bit, but Jesus Christ, I got unfinished business in L.A. Man, because there's so much to do and too much space, too much ground to cover. Um, we were in Newport Beach, which is like it's like an hour away from L.A. So I told people before the trip that I was going to L.A. It wasn't the situation. We were chilling. And it was sick, but, um, yeah, very, very far away everything is. And I'm going to have to go back. I didn't get to, didn't get to hit the spots that I wanted to with, with the skateboard, man. So we got to the restaurant, we got to Sir, we pulled up and I was like, before we walked in, I was like, oh God, I was like, Hannah, I don't think I can do this. And she thought that I was just being stoned and being quiet. And I was like, no, no, you don't understand. I, I'm really fucked up. And she was like, it's fine. Just come, We'll just eat. Let's, we just need to eat. And I'm like, another thing about the service there is they're like on island time. In uh, like, um, not on an island. <laughs> so it's like you get your water, you put your first drinks in. And they don't touch your table for like 20 minutes after that. That is the notoriety that I have gathered from L.A. food service, which is fine. But now when you're like going to throw up inside your mask at the dinner table with like technical strangers, people that I just met that day, I don't do well with, you know, meeting people right away and just being like, buddy, buddy, you know, I'm not that kind of person. I will never be, and that's just how it is. But <laughs> regardless of how ripped I was, I was too drunk to be there. So I was going back and forth to the bathroom, walking into the bathroom as soon as we got seated. Someone ordered bread and, like, espresso martinis to, like, keep the night going. And... Didn't drink any of that, but I was in the bathroom and I was like, I brought Hannah in with me or Hannah came in with me the first time. And I was like, (laughs) 
It's like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, like I'm too drunk and we need to leave. And she was like, oh my God. Okay. Well maybe let's just eat again. Just like, let's eat. Cause we were all, you know, we were intoxicated for sure. Like uh, Hannah was not nearly as much as I was N- not even close. Maybe a, it was a fraction, <laughs> maybe a 10th of the drunk. And <laughs> Hannah won't be a guest. She like every time it's like, Oh, I'm too tired. No, get the hell in here. This is not a club. This is everybody and anybody needs to come in here, fill this time, use your voice, boost these numbers. We can talk hair. We can talk tiredness. We don't have to get ripped every time, just most of the time before we start the show. Anyway, get back to the table after the first trip to the bathroom. Um, maybe lasted like two or three minutes and I was like, I'm going to go back to the bathroom. There was a line. So I went back and sat back down and I felt it coming. I felt the upchuck. I was like, we're going to need to get out of here. Hannah was next to me clearly for her birthday dinner. My girlfriend's going to be like to the left of me. Um, not proper. I don't know what it, I don't know how that works. Uh, but anyway, she was next to me and I was like, well, you should probably call an Uber. This isn't going to end well. I'm not, I'm like falling over in the seat. Granted, this is like, uh, when you've been drinking since you were like, you know, 16 at 27, it's just like your body doesn't know how to handle alcohol anymore. I don't think, especially at that capacity. So I had no business doing that, but I was trying to keep up with these new buddies that were like real chipper and real interested in, you know, continuing to drink. I was like, okay, should have gotten bar food at the bar, but didn't probably because I was expecting not to get it very quickly. So it didn't matter. Oh, we got calamari actually, but third trip to the bathroom, I cut in front of like two people and I was like pointing I was pointing with my right hand and covering my mouth with my left hand. It was mouth over mask. I literally had two fingers and I was had my lips pursed to the two fingers through the mask because I was literally throwing up in my mouth. <laughs> it was like <laughs> And they're like you got you got to go uh, they were like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Moved out of the way. And there goes the calamari. (laughs) So sat there for a couple minutes, you know, got it all out. Oh, that's fucking worst. Didn't ruin the mask. It was a nice mask. I wore my birthday mask. Wore my nice satin mask. It's pretty. I looked great. I had my Earl merch on. Had to rep the boy while I was in you know, in the home state. Um, the show is Friday. Um, potentially going to the show, depending on whether or not the person that has the ticket is going to give it up, which is fine. If they don't give it up, I'm completely okay with it. But if Adam and I can go, dude, oh my God, it's going to be fucking awesome. I still stand by the fact that 
yes, the Tyler show is going to be super cool. And the stage production I know is going to be insane. It's at, you know, an arena, but it's an arena show. It's not an Earl show for sure. Cause he's not playing arenas. He won't play arenas. That's not a thing for him. Uh, there's a Apple Music, a Zane Lowe interview that just came out about his new record and like talking about his growth as an artist. And it's just really sick to hear, you know, hear him come of age and like talk about the school of rap that he's influenced by now. And basically that a lot of his early stuff was influenced by, you know, the Pharrell school of music that Tyler wanted to do and that it, that wasn't Earl and I I feel that this is like you know it's sample heavy it's beautiful it's beautiful production and all the people that he collaborates with I think are sick we still haven't talked about the record but that we're gonna have to save that for sure I'm trying I'm holding it in I'm holding down the fort we'll get to it my life right now it's not prioritizing, I guess, being a guest at RFAT, but I just got school full-time, working full-time again. For a minute, it was only like 20 to 25 hours a week at work, but now I was like, yo, these pockets need to get lined again. And um, it was easy enough, easy enough to get that. And might I also add, uh, I had an interview at a at a bar, which is pretty sick. I would love to do that. I think I'd be a fun bartender, and people would tip me well. At least I believe so. I'm nice. I'm friendly. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> and we snowball into the Joe Rogan bullshit. I got nothing to say about it. It's just, it's just a conspiracy. It's all for publicity. That's what I think. It's doing great. You know, everybody's talking about this guy again. I'm talking about him. I never talk about him. I never even watch the show. But I'm just going to rebuttal Adam's point. Like, there's no... How do I put it nicely and quickly? There's just no reason that you need to to base all this press off of this guy's show it's like um actually i don't really care that much to talk about it but it's like we don't he's not going anywhere either it's one of the biggest podcasts he set the tone at the beginning of all this i also know him as the fear factor guy so he's not the podcast guy he's still the fear factor guy to me you can still go watch those episodes so as long as those exist I don't really care what he's saying on his podcast. It's all just him talking. It's not that big of a deal. It's just, the, you know, it really is the fact that one minute it was a vaccine issue of misinformation and then it was a completely different topic. Like it was a completely different, they just, they're gunning for him right now. And there was that whole Neil Young thing that was just like, we're not, you know, not we, I'm not necess- I'm not a, a comedian of any sorts, but they're not supposed to be heroes. They're supposed to say things that are different. They're supposed to be challenging 
the norm, right? Isn't that the whole point? So I just don't understand the Twitter thing too. Is like I'm on Twitter, but I don't fucking understand why. Anytime you do open your fucking news outlets and it's like Twitter said this, it's like there should be some censorship in that. Like this, the the translating of channels from Twitter to like CB or CNBC or whatever, like the, there's got a. Why is that a reputable source now? It's just, it's absurd. Does Facebook, do, does Meta own Twitter yet? And if not, when, that's what's going to happen next. And then Mark Zuckerberg is just going to be running this whole thing with his lizard army. And it's not really going to matter. Anyway, like, it's weird that we, we can... We have all these restrictions on monopolies in all of our other business aspects, but there's nothing really going on in terms of like the internet being monopolized. Like that guy, like the they're gonna they're gonna be an issue in the future. And why aren't we why aren't we more aware of that? Why aren't we canceling Mark Zuckerberg for his sweet baby Ray's shit? Or I I don't know. It doesn't doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh but we got <laughs> we got a new South Park, so that's pretty sick. That's more important to me, to be honest. I missed Sean White, I'm pretty sure, at the Olympics, which is sad. Um, it has we you know, it's been on the tube anytime we're cooking dinner and um it's it goes till late at night because it's that's what time it is over there. It's the middle of the competitions at probably like nine o'clock at night. But um, the Austrians, uh, the Austrian team, when we watched the downhill skiing, dude, it was like, it's insane. They're so fast. It's watching them wipe out in slow motion with all this tech that's following the Olympics. Like, it's invigorating. <laughs> it's very awesome to see, to see all their work. And the interviews afterwards, especially when they fail like, or when they don't get what they want to, they're so upset. And it's really, it's, it's awesome to see. There was a, it was the skiing, like the um, mega ramp ski thing. Well, I can't, I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Um, but it was this like multi-camera tracking thing where like from the launch, you're looking at like the back end or the, or the, like the, the hill that they take off from. And as they get up into the air, this camera just like completely changes and like freezes the Olympian in the air. The camera changes completely to the other side to watch the land perfectly. And this is doing like seven rotations in the air and, and they, after the Olympian is in the air and after they change the tracking of the camera, they pull the clip back and then they show you the rotation again. And this, it's just magnificent. It's so exciting to watch. I'm really sad that I missed snowboarding. I'm pretty sure that was last night at like eight and I was doing homework and something else and I missed it because he's, he's won every time, every winter Olympics, the guy takes home gold and he was, they were interviewing him yesterday before and he was like yeah you know i'm 
I've been the winner. I'm just excited to keep these fuckers in check, basically. <laughs> but I don't know if he did or not. I haven't checked. Also, ice skating. Oh, my God. That figure skating was beautiful. The story of Chang Chung. I can't remember his name. The The guy from Salt Lake um, basically had his worst performance at the last Winter Olympics. And then they have this recap. They've been following him this whole time since the last Winter Olympics. And he's just so confident and strong and, like, going into this one with so much more respect for the sport, I think. Like, he was... He he done been practicing, for sure. And, uh... I got to find his name really quick because I don't want to mess his name up. And anyway, Nathan Chen. Um, he was, he did the short program two years ago and just like basically flopped. Like he didn't do a good job. Only male figure skater that was wearing like, it looked like a suit. It was like, just like a tuxedo style where you, he just had like a white, white t-shirt or white shirt underneath and like a black jacket black pants um absolutely dominated the short program and i (laughs) every time another one came on it was just like jaw dropping it's so beautiful to see them move through the ice like that like (laughs) i don't ever ice skate but when i do i fall at least four or five times flat on my ass and it's just so impressive. What else? Uh, women's hockey was also on. It's just brutal out there. They crush it. It's so awesome. Uh, and we got Super Bowl this Sunday. I don't know. I didn't finish the end of Requiem's episode. I don't know if he's talking about his Super Bowl plans, but I know he'd be ordering pizza i'm making wings hannah's actually gonna make the wings i'm just making the sauce and brining the wings um but i don't know i got nothing to say about sports i don't pay attention to the the, the sports it's exciting though everybody loves the super bowl that's the thing is like i'm we're having like a super bowl party but hannah doesn't know anything about football she's gonna watch the puppy bowl and then just I think she just wanted an excuse to have her friends over and have like a little shindig, which is totally fine. You know, Super Bowl ads are sick. I'm not really excited for the halftime show. I could really care less. It's nothing that I listen to regularly or have in the past. So I can't even remember who it, who it is. Um, I hope there's a special appearance of like someone from that era. I know it's like, you know, it's like mid nineties people, not the skate movie. The era. It's like some hip hop and something else going on. But um yeah, Nathan Chen. But biggest takeaway of the Olympics was watching him absolutely dominate the um the short program, figure skating. Hopefully we still have another what's today? Today is the ninth. So we have another ten days of the Olympics, which is Exciting. Going to be watching it. Always staying tuned into it. But Ramona's left eye 
said that Jen Shaw was acquitted of all charges. Saw that on Twitter. Useless bullshit. I don't believe that because Ramona's left eye is kind of wonky. <laughs> um, I guess this is the part where I should tell everybody that I applied to be a rose, a wild rose ambassador. Because Whitney's sick in a good way. And I just want a hat and I want to sell products for them. I not yes and no. <laughs> it sounded like a fun idea one night. They're like, oh, I'll apply. And they're like, here's your portal, sign in. They really like want people involved in it. But Wild Rose is Whitney's uh skincare line, makeup line. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, give me a hat. I just want a hat. I'm doing it for the merch. <laughs> Real Housewives of Salt Lake City feels like, as I've experienced some of the Housewives shows from a distance for most of my life. Not most of my life. That's not true. It's only been out since like 2008 or something. Well, since the shows have been out, I've always either been around or heard about these shows, but Salt Lake City is like the hybrid of all of those characters, like those kinds of people just like fused into this like, it's like the Marvel Universe. If the Marvel Universe is all the housewives, Salt Lake City is the Avengers of that. And I don't have any reference. I don't know if that's accurate, but that shit is crazy. I've never seen such fury in these crazy women's eyes than in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mary Cosby, if I had to be near her in real life, I would be terrified. She seems like she would hit people. If she wasn't under contract in this show right now, she would have already been in fist fights with these people, with these other women, because she claims to be a servant of God, but she's only serving herself, and it's very apparent by the way she speaks. She has absolutely horrible demeanor. Like, she's just, like, rude as fuck all the time. And I just... um I hope that that, I, I know that she's not, I don't think that she's signed on for the next season, but I don't hope that stays this, I hope that stays the same. And I can't, I can't even fathom how the other women feel about this lady. And she also didn't show up to the reunion, which shouldn't be a surprise to the other people on the show because she's got no way to back up all of her arguments like she had she really doesn't like all the things that she said have been offensive and racist and rude just like not tasteful at all and like if I, the words that have come out of her mouth are just like why how could you if you know you're being recorded how could you say some of those things it's insane and yeah it's just I repped Meredith for a while, and this past episode is just like last week's episode. The reunion is this weekend. Let's hope to whatever you believe in. 
cross your fingers, that Hannah will be the guest next week. And then we can talk all about the reunion. Because I also have learned through the pandemic that that is why you watch the shows, to see these people freak out with Andy Cohen in the center and just like let it all out. Because they've watched the season by the time the reunion happens. And they're just like, in, it's so invigorating. <laughs> it makes you want to talk more and like delve into all the theories that you have about these people. It doesn't feel real. That's why it's like a concoction of all these. I don't know if archetype is the right word. It's not the right word. But all these kinds of people. Um, any Every slur has been used in this season i feel like they've touched on a little bit of every offense to be honest so if you're interested in reality tv you should jump on that right now watch all the episodes before sunday so that you can really delve into it um nobody's ready to talk about it and I'm sure the people listening don't want to hear about it, but let's talk about the adult entertainment industry. Oh, yeah. I went there. Everybody watches porn. Nobody wants to talk about it. Well, not everybody does. But they are starting to publish NFTs. Did, did you know that? That basically means that they're going to blockchain porn. What? That's insane to me. Um, I feel like it's a good idea, seeing as the industry is so large and they make so much money anyway. Why aren't they jumping on it sooner? But um, Nicole Aniston is a very popular star in the industry. And she is announcing tokens she's gonna have tokens where there's gonna be like 10,000 of them you're gonna be able to buy one and get like exclusive things and then am I correct in saying that when you you know when you buy into blockchains like that like you're profiting from it too and it's like it has to do with the idea that like tube sites as much as they are accessible to everybody is that it's really bad for the actresses. Like they, they want to be taken seriously. This isn't just like they, they don't want you to see their shit for free. So this actress is essentially like gonna try to make it so you can't get her stuff into those tube sites. Um, and a question that was asked is like, how do you, you know, monitor the age limit for that? How do you like, how do you make sure it's not still being stolen? And it's like, well, they'll be locked inside of some kind of, some kind of like token where it's only accessible with your, with your login information. And like, I have very little experience with non-fungible tokens, but I have created, I think it's a meta mask, meta something, something. It's just like a very like tedious login where you have like 10 words and like you have to confirm your, you know, 
IP address and all that good stuff. It seems like a good idea. I found it, this is news to me through Twitter again. But yeah, they were hosting some kind of um, like Discord chat, which I'm now um, part of. Yeah, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm in there. I'm going to buy a token. I don't care. Sh you know, shame me all you want, but that's that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. And that I think that NFTs are going to be around forever now. That concept of being a part of a giant chain of what seems like profitable content is like is going to change how we uh, you know trade things for free maybe it's going to be a way of getting rid of you know pirated things or maybe not maybe we'll find a way to break the blockchain hashtag break the blockchain Hashtag, I don't know what the name of that, this project is with this adult actress. So I'll get back to you on that. Um, so yeah, you should, you should check it out. There is a large community of people that want to completely remove pornography. A lot of them are religious of sorts, but... I, I mean, to be honest, I respect it. I guess I don't need to, I, I don't, it doesn't need to be a to be honest. I just, I think that it's a means of a living for people. It's, you know, if that's how you, if that's your work, then by all means, do your sex work. Sex is work for people that don't do it for work too, you know? So it's, if it's in demand, it's it's worth capitalizing on and creating these non-fungible tokens so that you don't, so that you can continue to profit from it. There's no reason why, and granted there is like officiality, is that a word? Fuck, I don't know. But there's, I'm assuming that there's on these tube sites, if you're connected and affiliated with them, like you do get a small percentage, but it's just like Spotify. It's just like, they're still streaming your shit and you're still getting, you know, pennies to the dollar. Whereas the tube site is still getting millions of dollars off of these streams because of the ad revenue. So it's just like, why not cut them? That's cutting the middleman out basically is what, the Nicole Aniston NFT project is going to be is there. She basically said in that discord chat, like I'm trying to not ever work with any of those companies again, if I can help it because you're not making any money off of it and you should be making money off of sex work. It's a very intimate and personal thing that I could never do ever. Uh, thinking about that kills me. Like thinking about having to, to be, to be a male porn star sounds very stressful. <laughs> to be any kind of porn star, it sounds very stressful. And it sounds like it's easy to take advantage of those people. Like the there's a lot of toxic behavior involved in it. And there is a, a lot to be said about the issues with that industry. But I feel like, pe like this project and the thing that is happening with Nicole Aniston is a good, it might be beneficial for a lot of people and other, 
adult actresses or adult entertainment actresses and actors can should follow suit get in line start doing it too um i feel like with the pandemic and the surge of only fans and all those other there's other sites that also has created it's just like a paywall and it's a good move it's just like the way that um guys we fucked moved from spotify to a paywall site for a while and it sustained their podcast and it did a good thing and joe rogan is on spotify now but i think he was on a he was on youtube for a while too and just like i think that that helped monetize it as well and putting it back on spotify was just like well i'm rich now it doesn't fucking matter i have all this other stuff that i'm getting that i'm profiting from so we can put it back on spotify there's you know it would be a lot better if all of the people that listened to our music just listened to it on Bandcamp and only bought it on Bandcamp because this revenue that we get or yeah, the profits that we get from Spotify is minuscule. It's literally cents. It's not even worth collecting on. It's just like the same situation. I feel like, Oh, to talk about it either. Everybody's really ashamed of pornography. So there's just, that's, it makes me a little bit more excited because I know that it's going against the grain of NFTs. There's not a lot of that. And it's still, the, the idea of an NFT still doesn't make any sense. It's just like you buy into, you buy, it's, it's kind of like you're buying stock into an image or a video or a, anything that you can put on the internet, but it's like somehow safer. Explain that to me, someone, please. Um, because I'm not doing the homework. I have other homework that I need to do, but you know, I hope that South Park's new season touches on NFTs. Because they're usually on point with, it's like pop culture for dummies. That's what South Park is to me. <laughs> it's, uh, it's where I get my news. What can I say? South Park is where I get my news. <laughs> oh my God. I just realized something very important. If this was working, it's not working. Hang on, folks. I think we figured it out If I could just hear myself talk Maybe now? Yeah, here we go Here we go Um, sorry folks I just actually had to Sync up some Video Because I realized that <clears throat> Um 40 minutes into the episode, I didn't actually do anything microwave related. So if you go to the Instagram right now or where you're looking at this video right now, um, I made a little souffle. This is actually a munchie that I've been making at home um, with crushed up Oreos, some chocolate souffle base, which I will not re reveal the secrets until people actually ask for it. Mmm. 
Absolutely delicious. Chocolate flavored chocolate ice cream. I don't know what what could be an interesting term for that or like name for that. But the Oreo melts into this chocolate base when you microwave it for a minute. And it basically creates like a crust on the top of it. Um, it's like got this fluffy texture to it. And when it's warm inside of this little cup, it's just scoop of chocolate ice cream on the top. Oh, my God. Delicious. Highly recommend it. Um, I don't know how I could recommend it. I'll make it for you if you want. Nobody needs this amount of chocolate, I guess. I'm probably going to get chocolate on the microphone as well. <clears throat> I don't know if it's already apparent, but I love off-the-cuff, completely improvisational um, recordings. It's fun for me. It's Well, it's actually just only fun for me, I guess. Um... I have been told on multiple occasions that it's not fun to deal with, but who's making the rules anyway? Because I'm not following them. <laughs> That's just how it is. There's no reason why I should have a show and have to, you know, follow some fucking guidelines. If I want to swear, I'm going to swear. If you're going to censor me, that's fine. Do it. <clears throat> oh, my God. That chocolate is in my throat. I don't have my water bottle. I left it in the kitchen. Um, I guess, you know, with the off-the-cuff being said, it's, um, it is, I'm, I'm going to redact that statement a little bit because now that this is a podcast primarily, that, that was following directions from executive producer Adam Pecora, but... I thought I could go against the grain and be like, I'm going to do a video. And it just didn't work because that's a lot of work for one person to do. So, um, that, that's true. Uh, I, I'll follow, I'll follow the rules a little bit, but if I can help it, I'll, you know, throw three sheets to the wind and wear extra socks because, Who's to say it can't get tricky a little bit? Who's to say we can't talk about porn for a little bit? I hope this gets the most listens because I talked about that. Um, New York is happening, might I add. Excuse me. I think that we're going to do a live video from New York City. I'm pretty sure we're also staying on Wall Street. Um, we will be there... <clears throat> what what is the date again? It's like March 25th through the 27th. NYC, baby. Who's going to announce it next? It'd be sick if there's a cool show while we're there. That would be so awesome. But not, you know, not We have a ton of other things to do. I was only in New York for maybe 48 hours the last time I was there. Half of it was running around like a crazy person, you know, doing drugs. And the other half was we got to see like Guggenheim, went to Central Park for a minute because it's kind of by each other. 
It was the same night. It was we left the night of the the Met Gala. So we walked past the Met and there was like tents up and we were like, "What's that? Like what's going on there?" Only to find out after we land back in Chicago that Lady Gaga was like about to walk out in her sick ass outfit. That was the the camp year of the Met Gala. So everybody was over the top awesome and we fucking missed it. We didn't even know. We didn't even not informed whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm bringing my board, too. Hopefully, I can get my skateboard back. Oh, I never finished that story. I So, after we left, after she called an Uber, oh, the, the rest is history, I guess. Because we realized, and I realized the next morning that it was gone. I think, or it was that night. No, I was intoxicated, and the rest of the night, basically, I just went to bed. Um, but we went back the next day, 45 minutes back. Thank you, Katie, for driving us. But driving us around that whole weekend is just, I'm eternally grateful. But my dumbass, like, left the skateboard at the restaurant. And, like, the thing about leaving your skateboard somewhere like that is they always tell you, like, hey, we're not responsible for this. Like, if you fucking... If you forget it, like, you forget it. Like, that's your fault. <laughs> I'm not going to babysit your shit. And, yes, that's totally understandable, and I respect that entirely. But I went back when they opened at 5 o'clock the next day just to see if maybe, you know, my hope was that they just had it done and done. But they didn't. So I left my phone number, and before that, because that was 5 o'clock on Sunday. I left the skateboard there Saturday night. Sunday was really sick, though. We got to go, like, walk down Fairfax and Beverly. And um, got to go to the Supreme Store. Didn't get to see the bowl because I didn't have a skateboard. Not that they would have even let me skate it, but it would have been cool. It would have been cool if y'all let me. They had a sales section at the Supreme Store, so everybody knows. Supreme Store in Los Angeles has a sale section. Heavily discounted. Not heavily. Like 30% it seemed like on average. Uh, hopefully the one in New York has um, a sales section. And speaking of sales, definitely going to cop me some Tyler merch at the show. So if anybody wants some. You can check Twitter for what the merch is since they have that information as well. Since everything is on Twitter now. Just kidding. You don't need to go on Twitter for that. Go to the show instead. Um, yeah, then we went to the golf store. That's where I was going with the Tyler thing. Went to the golf store, got me some fresh boxers. You can't take any pictures in there, which sucks, but um, another bowl. There's a skate bowl there, too. There's two skate bowls within, like, a block radius or, like, a half-mile radius, and nobody can skate them unless you're, like, friends with the people that, like, run the store or work there Tyler himself, or what's the guy that does Supreme? I don't remember. Not important. Um, got to walk down Beverly, too. Got to see a really sick art or, like, fashion gallery. A lot of fashion going on. It was cool. It was awesome. That's what I'm saying. Unfinished business. Went back to Sir. Didn't have my skateboard. Left my number. I was like, hey, if you haven't, can you just, like, call me back? And they... um didn't call me back the next day. It was Tuesday afternoon while I was at work that they were like, hey, we got your skateboard. I was like, well, I'm in Chicago, so fuck me, right? 
And I, I, right now it's mm, looking not, not too good. I've got two people on the case. I got Keith that lives in LA. I don't think he's going to get it. It's been about a week and a half. It's been a, a week and one day since I found out that it was there. And immediately upon that, I was like, hey, do you think that you could get this for me? And he was like, yeah, I mean, I'll try. But I was like, it's no big deal. It doesn't, it's not important. I also have Jesse who's on tour right now. He's a buddy of mine who's with, um, he's on the Wombats tour supporting Clubhouse. Yeah, that show last week. So he is going to be there at the end of this month. But who's to say that the skateboard is even still there? We don't know. We don't know if it's going to be there. And who's to say that he can even have the time to even go and get it? So not looking too great. So maybe let's just, you know, fly back out there. I'll bring another skateboard. I'll bring another skateboard to skate, but also maybe get that one back. I should call them back and be like, hey, I'm going to fly back out, but it's not going to be until June. Can you hold on to my skateboard until then? To which they'll probably say, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> we threw it away. It's just that, like, the deck is not important. It's the rest of it that's important, you know? And the server that, like, told me on that Sunday when I came back for it, he's like, oh, yeah, let me go check. To which they didn't have it or they just couldn't find it. Um, he was like, oh, no, that sucks, man. Those are, like, $200. He's yeah, you're right. So don't rub it in. That laid back shit, but actually being knowledgeable knowledgeable about it, Jesus Christ, that chocolate's doing it for me, <clears throat> is not cool. That's not funny. Or that's not like, just leave that part out. Leave the price out for me, please. Because like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. Clearly, I'm still talking about it. Uh, it's a sad, sad day, man. It's a nice one. I had hollowed out. I had those hollow trucks. They were really light. I mean, I got to skate on Venice with it, so that's cool. I'm, I'm pretty good at cutting my losses. You know, that's the thing about doing things off the cuff and leaving shit everywhere. Uh, you got to be okay with, you know, winning some, but mostly losing some. Um, like I said, I don't make the rules here. I just don't play by them. So... You can't leave your jacket and backpack off at the boost section with Instagram influencers that you don't really know and it's expect everything to be okay. But that's actually not true. You know why? Because that actually just happened. So I met with my boy Anthony who might have the tickets to the Earl show. Um, and I fucking met him in Wicker Park to which he says after um two cranberry vodkas hey let's go to xyz secondary location in the words of Mulaney. you never go to a secondary location there's nothing good with a secondary location which that's not true it was fine you got to meet my brother he says i said okay let's do it let's do it. let's do this it's in river north we're going to the club. It is, I think it was Sunday night, this past Sunday night. We pull up. I got my big jacket on. I got my big backpack on. Doesn't have a lot of shit in it. Just got like clothes. Pull up, go in, show the Vax card. You know how it is. 
the standard of clubbing now. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to wear my jacket. He's like, me and my brother. Met his brother. Met his friends. Met the, the these really sweet influencers. Had a bottle. Had a bottle of tequila. Which, that's pretty sick, you know, if you're celebrating and you do tequila. But I guess, like, um, we were not down with that. So we were we were sipping on other stuff. Um, put the jacket down. Put it next to these people. Dancing, you know, it's like standard club music. Very big room. Not that great. They did a Kanye song and I was way too into it. So I looked like a jackass, especially given the situation. We're not going to talk about that. That's for damn sure. I'm conflicted for sure. I'm very conflicted about the situation. I, uh, I respect the art. I don't think that trying to censor the way that your mother handles your children is like, is, a, is good. Everybody's like, this drug addict is trying to do this, this, this. Yeah, but there is, um, it's a two-way street. I don't know what goes on with them. It's probably really hard to communicate with that level of art. That guy is producing high-level things, everything. You don't do NFTs, though, just so you all know. But it's just probably really hard to communicate with that. And that's not me defending him. But that is me saying that they are. Uh, they're down. They're in for more trouble. That's for certain. Um, Damn. What the fuck was I talking about before that? Oh, <laughs> I after that Kanye song that I got too excited about. Uh, I went downstairs to go pee because the bathroom is in the basement. As every most, you know, River North Clubs, tiny spot. Um, came back up, went to the booth that they had, and they're like gone. <laughs> they're not there. <laughs> and I was like, "Where did all your friends go, Anthony?" And they're like, "Oh, they went to Y. That this was X. The next one was Y. There was the another location after that, probably, because that was like one a.m." Um, so didn't really drink after that. I had been drinking water there and maybe sipped down a little bit, but I put my drink down at the same table that I put my backpack and jacket down, came back up. All of it was gone or moved for what I could tell. So I panicked as anybody would do. If you couldn't find your shit that you idiotically placed in a booth of strangers Technical strangers. Um, really sweet people. Talking shit more about myself in this manner. Because I searched the entire club. I asked every single staff if they had seen a red jacket and a blue bag. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? No, I've, I haven't. Probably three times total, everybody. All the bartenders, they're like, dude, go, go check coat check. Check coat check. They're like, go check upstairs. Checked upstairs. They're like, go check downstairs. So I checked downstairs. Then I, you know, the cycle went through. My last ditch effort, I was like, okay, let's go to this third location, you know, and let's see if somebody brought my shit to the other club. 
So I'm walking around in a t-shirt in the middle of Chicago winter. It's freezing, but I look cute, so it's fine. I had a nice, like, you know, white pants, work boots, black boots, looking real nice, looking fly. Um, so <laughs> get to the other club. They don't have it. They don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're like, this guy's tweaking, which I was. So Anthony buys me an Uber home. Thank you again. Jesus Christ. Can't believe I'm telling this story. Um, and <laughs> got to, got home. Hannah's still awake. It's like two in the morning. She's got to be up. We both have to be up early. So I'm the asshole for going out in the first place. It was just supposed to be a nice quick chat about some new projects and it snowballed into me losing all my shit and having to lock my cards, lock my phone, pinging my phone like every 10 minutes from Hannah's phone just to see if somebody could find it or if it never, uh, on the Find My iPhone, it never left the first club. So I was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to go back to that club. I'm going to see if it's there. And if it's not there, then we're in trouble. After I had already locked and reported all of my cards stolen, she goes, okay. And so I take off new outfit on brand new fit, you know, new shoes, new pants. I just changed my, cause I got all the way in bed cause I was so upset. I was like, what am I going to do down to my skivvies into bed with my girl? I'm like, okay, this, this is the end of it. I'm going to have to get, like, it had my, um, my U pass, the, the, it's the university pass for Chicago students get like free transportation with the CTA, which was in my wallet, which was in my coat. <laughs> Everything was there, dude. I literally only had my watch on me and uh, cruise back to the club, pull up, do one last round with all the people and then I go back to the booth that we were at and there's two girls sitting on the back wall of this booth and I'm like have you seen a red jacket and a blue bag I'm pretty sure I already asked the same people that the first time that I made my, my first round and they were like there's a bunch of jackets right there there's literally a pile and I was like oh let me see some guy was like, I already told them, like, as I walked up, because there's another group of people, or, or there's another group of people next to them. And I was like, I told them right away, I was like, yo, I lost my shit. And they're like, yo, that's bullshit. Um, so they turn on the flashlight, because I don't have my flashlight. And they're like looking on the floor, like looking on their booth, looking at my booth. So I lift up the jackets. And I'm like, oh, it's right there. I was like, there it is. And the two girls on the booth were like, Oh, yeah, we didn't want it to get stolen, so we put it under there. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. But also, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, so, I found my shit. I was tweaking. I was so, so twacked. There is no reason why I should have went through all that trouble. Um, so my sincerest apologies, but we're going to end on this note for one reason and one reason only, um, because I've got to do homework and I've got therapy in an hour, right? Two hours. Sick. So 
this has been a great episode, you know? I'm just going to review it for myself right now. This might be the best episode that I've ever done because I really didn't break at all. I had a couple breaks. Oh, I never got to microwave something in the beginning, but that's not important. As long as I microwave something. Another thing is that I didn't have anything in my microwave to do in the first place. So I had to kind of brainstorm this. It, it actually is something that I have been making as a munchie. It's like a 1 a.m. like little quick treat. It's really yummy. Um, and it's like a cake in a cup. It's essentially like a cake in a cup. But I guess I didn't say that in the Instagram reel. Totally not important. You don't need to be hearing this. This is just train of thought now. But anyway, we got new South Park tomorrow. Go listen to Recommend for a Tuesday. I'm really excited. I might even do another episode tomorrow after the episode just to talk about it. It's good when it's fresh. I love when it's fresh. We got, like I said, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This Sunday, 8 p.m., my time. What is it, your time? You better tune the fuck in because that shit's going to be crazy. I think it's either the reunion or the last episode. I'm pretty sure it's a reunion. I can't remember. Don't listen to Ramona's left eye. Look for real news to find if Jen Chow actually was acquitted of all charges. Because if you're not aware, she defrauded a bunch of people. Or she, Yeah, it's a big deal. And she said she's not in charge of it, but all of it leads back to her. There is, there's like, they developed a case on her for months. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how she could just, she just probably has a really good lawyer. That's the thing that's going on. Um, yeah, rich women are so fun to watch, especially in Salt Lake City. I would love to visit Salt Lake City. I think it's a beautiful city. Every time, everywhere in the show, everywhere they're at is just like marvelous views. You know, Utah's cool. I would love to visit Provo, Utah, where the used are from, because even though we've talked about all this pop culture, I just want to say that the used are my favorite band. And I stand by that. I also love My Chemical Romance. But that's not nearly as important as going to Utah and seeing where they're from. Oh, yo, I guess I could probably visit Jersey for a sec, right? No, no, no I can't. That's, that's me thinking that everywhere in the U.S. are like a bus ride away. Um, which I guess technically is true, but not quite literally. The public transportation in California is non-existent, which is a big letdown. I wish that they had better public transportation. It would help me out since I don't have a car. Um, and that that's that's gonna do it for today. Yeah. So see you later. Happy uh happy hump day. You know, get with it. Go get humped or not. You can watch them humping. Um, we'll talk soon. Happy Mike, Mike, microwave.